Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Holo Holo Podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our taste test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the taste test, Jesse samples Netflix next in fashion. Before we get right to what it tastes like, I was just going to let you and our listeners know why we're having a double drop of taste test oh, episode. Yes. So listeners, you should know that a couple of weeks ago, I lost my voice a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and so we had to cancel. And you can probably, if you listen closely to this episode, as well as the past episodes, I'm still kind of somewhat recovering, but good enough to be in the virtual studios. Welcome Anyways, back, Kuya. You sound much you. better. There's a, there was a gravelly, almost like bohemian musical yeah, tone of. to your voice but <laughs> you're raring to go and i'm so glad so i i'm ready for like a bunch of taste tests with lots of fashion well so let's get into it tell then. us about next in fashion now streaming on netflix what did it taste like yeah for those of our listeners that don't know next in fashion is a fashion design competition and reality show hosted by tan france of queer eye and he co-hosts it with at least in the first season alexa chung who oh, was a yes. designer and in season two, which happened years later, because people didn't think that it was going to come back and it seemed like it was going to be canceled, but surprisingly mm-hmm. came back with Gigi Hadid, who ah. is also a model. And contestants are typically up and coming designers who have a chance to win 200000 and have their collection showcased on Net-A-Porter. Now, as I said, it originally premiered in 2020 and then was later canceled. And then, <laughs> as I said, comes back three years later in March of this year. So it was kind of surprising, but kind of fun to see. Now, I would say that this latest edition and next in fashion really tastes like Skittles. So kind of like (laughs) taste the rainbow. It really (laughs) feels like you're tasting the rainbow because it is bright, it is splashing, and it is light. And it feels like every prism of color under the sun. So as I said, bright, poppy, tangy, and buoyant, despite a contestant going home each week. It feels very, very effervescent and sweet and sugary at the same time. All right, then. Well, was this bag of Skittles worth the pop culture calories? It was, you know, but I have to say, you can only have like Skittles for so much at a time. Like I always think (laughs) around about May, June, July. I never Mm -hmm. think about having Skittles in the fall. Do you ever have Skittles in the fall? I've never. Just because of Halloween, but my kids are attracted to it because of the bright colors. And in, in the spring, they were totally into it. Yeah, I can imagine that. It really does feel like a spring-summer type of candy. It's not Mm -hmm. one of those candies for me in the fall, although I do see it from time to time in Halloween. Mm -hmm. In terms of the pop culture calories, just like what I said, it's what I needed for spring. And the cast of this season, season two, very fun, very Mm -hmm. poppy, and very endearing. And Gigi Hadid is what really makes this competition really fun to watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Alexa Chung was really great. However, she's very, very serious and very thoughtful about the whole experience, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So when Gigi Hadid comes in, really fun and, you know, takes it seriously, but not too seriously. 
So she's a really nice compliment to Tan France, as far as I'm concerned. And it's that disarming and charming way about her that really makes the show. And I think together with Tan, they're like a burst of lime and strawberry chewy singles all at once. It's funny. I do like Alexa Chung, but I think she has a cool vibe. She's got a cool vibe. She's very chill and very cool. So I'm gathering Gigi has a little bit more of a punch, right? She really does. Effervescent, like, oh, hey, how's it going? Just as cool, but pretty be probably a little bit more like charming and sweet. You don't feel too like... Oh, she's way too cool for me. But she, she's yeah. in there and kind. Yeah. Alexa, nothing wrong with Alexa. Oh, not at all. Certainly yeah. feels like a different vibe with Gigi okay. at the helm alongside Tan France. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. Now, so what did this show remind you of in the pop culture buffet? A couple of things, but mainly the great British sewing bee, you know. <laughs> so it is made by the same people that have made the great British bake off. Mm-hmm. And for anyone that doesn't know... The Great British Sewing Bee is a reality competition with amateur sewers as opposed to Next <laughs> Fashion with us up-and-coming designers. And I would say that the challenges in Next in Fashion seem to be very similar to those in The Great British Sewing Bee. In fact, sometimes it would remind me of The Great British Sewing Bee so much that I would have to kind of look it up and say, didn't The Great British Sewing Bee do that same challenge as well? And so sometimes they did or came very close to mimicking it. It also reminds me of Amazon Prime's Making the Cut, uh, Ah. hosted by Heidi Klum and Tim Blanks on Amazon TV or Amazon Prime. And it too is also a reality design competition where their winner is not only wins a cash prize, but also mentorship and their collection hosted on Amazon.com. Wow. That's what it also reminds me. And then with also kind of like just recently, this kind of rotating set of hosts, it also reminds me of the great... Canadian bake-off, you know, where we've had <laughs> yeah. like a set of rotating hosts. So in some ways, I feel like if they're going to come in with a third season, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow we get more hosts or a third host or Tan France takes a break. Who knows? Either way, it reminds me of those three reality competition shows. Can't get enough of Tan, though. Yeah, I can't get enough of them. What That's did fine. you appreciate most about this show? Mm, I can't help but keep coming back to the cast. They're really oh, yeah? endearing. Mm-hmm. And like what I said, charming and all of them unique in their own special way. There's something really lovable about this cast. Not to say that mm-hmm. the others aren't, but typically in most reality competitions, they have to show someone that's conniving. They have to yeah. show someone <laughs> that's doing a lot of game playing. Like these folks, yes, they were doing that, but it wasn't like they had it out for others or that they were trying to foil mm-hmm. others or try to beat others. I think that they were truly trying to make the best designs as possible, according to the fashion challenge brief that Tan and Gigi would present. Would you sample the show again? I would, but I would say that once is enough for now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like other reality shows like Drag Race, where there's drama and lines and one viewing is <laughs> enough. Um, it's interesting. I think if I just needed to remind myself, I could pick up certain episodes. I don't know that I need to watch the entire season, Mm -hmm. you know, from beginning to end. You know, there are some reality competition shows like Drag Race where, yeah, I do want to watch them over and over because it's just filled with layers or really good memeable stuff. Mm -hmm. Next in Fashion isn't constructed that way. There isn't necessarily a whole slew of memeable stuff, but there is some kind of fun looks to look at. I have to say, if I did rewatch it, I would rewatch it from the sense of watching the fashion shows, not only just to watch the fashion itself, mm-hmm. but the staging 
like the staging and the production of the staging, they had this like crazy catwalk that had like video displays on them and they were dramatic and cinematic. I'd watch it for that again, just for those particular parts. Or better yet, I'm sure that there's some YouTuber out there that has kind of made them in all one compilation. Clips, yeah. Yeah, and so that might just save me having to kind of fast forward through the Netflix files, if you will. Well, listeners, if you heard that, Mm. Jesse's it's, a challenge. It's, it's a, challenge, a challenge. it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. TikTokers, please, please put you. it out there. Yes. Do it out there. Th- thank you. Now, finally, to whom would you recommend this show? I think anyone, of course, that likes design challenges, they uh-huh. certainly would be a fan of this. And I would also say fans of Drag Race, Queer Eye, or any other fashion design reality competition show. So if you like some of the ones that I've just mentioned, or America's Next Top Model, Ooh. or Project Runway. <laughs> I think you'll also like this too as well. Well, that sounds like fun. Now, folks, if you have any comments or questions or want to give us some feedback about watching Next in Fashion, email us at holohollowpopculture at gmail.com. The Holo Holo Podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Please rate us and leave a review and tell your friends about us. You can find us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at Pop, and we're on Instagram at Culture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Cheltering, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you guys soon.